The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Celtics with the steal. Holiday Tatum takes his time, knocks it down. Throw a kiss to him. There you go. See ya. And the streak continues. It does. It lives. Wow. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network. And today is Thursday, January 11th. From our fantastic core group of NBA journalists, we're joined now by NBA.com senior writer Michael C. Ride. And Michael, we had a good one last night uh, between the top team in the Eastern Conference, top team in the Western Conference, Boston Celtics end up outlasting the Timberwolves 127-120 in overtime. And we begin with this Celtics team that has been rolling. Uh, starting lineup has been just tremendously dominant throughout the course of the year. And it was another big night for the two Jays. Jason Tatum, 45 points. Uh, he went 6 of 11 from the three-point line, 13 of 14 from the free throw line. Jalen Brown, perfect from the line. They were on the attack. He was 13 to 13. He had 35 points, 11 rebounds. He was 4 of 7 from the three-point line. This is obviously a high-volume shooting Boston Celtics team. Tatum takes it. Anthony Edwards with a big one, but we'll get to him, Carl Anthony Towns and the Timberwolves in just a second. But I want to talk about the Celtics, how well they've been playing, and more specifically um, with Jason Tatum in the conversation of the MVP. Derek White making a case to be an all-star. 
Kristaps Porzingis has been healthy and he has been such an important part of how this team functions. Uh, where do you frame Tatum's place in the discussion and how it's impacted with just the overall uh, performance of his teammates and in the combination of having that amount of support on the floor? Well, Sarah, let's first give the man props. Uh, last night, he it was a gym. He had a great game, 45 points. 14 points in the fourth quarter, and then he had 12 more in that overtime period. So he did what he needed to do when he needed to do it. So, you know, I, I think that's sort of the mark of an MVP-type player. But as you mentioned, you look at his team, they are loaded. I mean, they are absolutely loaded. You've probably got the best – like I would argue with anybody that Derek White and Drew Holiday are the best two defensive guards in the NBA. So you've got that. Those guys can get you steals. You can get out get out in transition and cook. Um, then you've got Kristaps Porzingis. I mean, he's missed 10 games this season, but for the most part, he's been pretty healthy, and he's been a regular, consistent contributor. And, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day, and we were talking about, like, two MVP candidates being on the same team. And their argument to me was, well, if you got two MVP candidates on the same team, then you don't have any. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? There is something to that because you've got a guy like Jalen Brown that can – I mean, he's had 30 points in his last four games. So when you've got that kind of support, I mean, it does make it really hard. And I think that's why I've got him a little lower. He's kind of like on that second tier of MVP candidates. Um, you know, if he didn't have the support and he had to do more – I think he'd probably be up there in the top five, but that's just what it is right now with him. And, you know, I mean, great team, 18 and 0 at home. I mean, you can't, there's nothing bad you can say about the Boston Celtics at this point. They, I think they are the best team in the NBA right now. Yeah. It, yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and that's when you say nothing bad to say, that's, that's the tough part of looking, okay, what, what are their potential weaknesses? I know I've seen Boston quite a bit throughout the course of the season. And, and in many cases, you, you talk to folks that are around the team all the time, covering the team. Um, and they always talk about having more of a, a backup big or what do they do when they're facing some of those really hefty, strong frames on the inside. Joel Embiid being one of those who we'll get to a little bit later in the show. But Jason Tatum, d d the fluidity, the smoothness, his reads, on the offensive side, obviously the length and presence he brings defensively, but it's it's been fun to watch how every year he seems to improve, add more to his game, kind of take uh, more of a, a um, just really mature approach uh, to how he's able to pick apart some defenses. But I do think that certainly helps uh, when you have the compliments of so many others around you. And I do think just the fact he's shooting over 37% from three, obviously we know the player works the mid range, takes a lot of you know long two point shots has been working on that, but his efficiency from three has helped. Um, as I mentioned with the Boston team that wants to put up a lot of three point shots uh, on the other side of things, I mentioned Minnesota. Uh, tough loss for them, but they have been fantastic this year. Obviously, tops in the Western Conference. Their defense has been at the forefront of all of that. And Anthony Edwards, a big part. Last night, Carl Anthony Towns with 25 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists for Edwards. It was 29-6-3. and Reflected and picked off the floor now by Anderson. He gets it ahead to Edwards. Edwards, oh. nice move. Oh, shoot. Edwards. That was one of the bad defensive players in the league. <laughs> 
Where do you see Anthony Edwards? And, and again, we're looking at your second tier of those MVP candidates. Um, we've had a lot of the same ones towards the top in that top five. But where do you see Anthony Edwards and his progression to potentially get to that point, considering the fact that Minnesota is a team that has been at the top or towards the top of the West throughout pretty much the duration of this whole season? Well, Sarah, it is Thursday. It's Thursday, and he's coming off a good game, and so Ooh, is he in it? <laughs> no, are you getting a little influence? No, no, a little influence here before tomorrow. No, I, what I'm saying is, with him, it just depends on the day. It, it's yeah. it's really weird. I mean, he is he is this rising superstar, and you know, throughout uh, FIBA and stuff over the summer, it was sort of okay. We knew that this was the year that Anthony Edwards was going to take that next step, and he has. Like, let's not, you know, get it twisted for a second. But, I mean, okay, so like I said, okay, we're talking about it's Thursday and we're looking at what he did on Wednesday. But on Monday, he was 2 of 7 for six points. And that's sort of what you get from him or what we've gotten from him all season. I mean, he's been – he shot shot the ball 50% from the field. I think – or he shot, he shot it below 50% in three of the last five games. And so he's been really inconsistent as a shooter, but I love what he does as an on-ball defender. Um, his decision-making, I think that that's going to get better as he gets a little more mature. But, you know, I, I think that without him, they're not number one in the West. That's for sure. So I like what he does. Um, I'm a fan, but too inconsistent to, to really get him up in, in the higher tier. So he'll fluctuate anywhere between six – 10 and then sometimes he ends up in the honorable mention stack and so you know we need more of him you know at one place instead of just kind of going all over the board yeah and I totally agree with that I think you look at him and a reminder despite the fact he's in his fourth year 22 years old yeah uh all-star last year so still yeah I think that's a part of it and just figuring out I mean he uh, jumped right in the scene and you look at where Minnesota was at the last few seasons being the guy but the uptick as you have mentioned field goal percentage, uptick in three-point percentage, the fact that he's, you know, almost 39% from three, and that fluctuates as well. But I think his decision-making on when he's taking threes, to me, through the eye test has improved. Uh, And also assists have gone up, you know, best in his career, uh, nearly five assists per game, um, those type of things. I think even too defensively, it, of course, helps to have a guy like Rudy Gobert back there and those that, that are around him and just what this defense is comprised of. So it allows him to gamble a little bit more take risks um you know some of his off ball play that that helps fortify my question to you is do you think i said 22 years old fourth year in the league but projecting out do you think before his career is over he will be an mvp in this league yeah i do think he'll be an mvp and you know you mentioned like just some of the help he has on the defensive end but some of the same people you mentioned are also I think going to be key for him in his maturation throughout this league because you've got a Rudy Gobert, you've got Carl Anthony Towns who's been in the league for a while, you've got slow mo Kyle Anderson. People don't give that man his credit, but he is a leader. He's the type of guy that when you get him on the floor, he makes everybody around him better. That's just the way Kyle Anderson has been since he's been out here in San Antonio. And so when you've got some veteran, like they have a nice mix of young talent and sort of veteran guys that they're all going to help Anthony Edwards moving forward. I, and I think Anthony is going to be a star. I mean, a star. I think like 
one of the two or three people you talk about when you talk about the NBA, like his name is going to be the one. You know how like we talk about the NBA and we say Steph Curry? Yep. I think Anthony is going to be one of those guys. Facts. I am with you on that. I also think he has the disposition, yes. the character, um, you know, it, just all of those things to to go into it. Minnesota, though, looking where they're at with the salary caps and contracts, um, they, they will have some decisions to make, though, in, in what they continue to do um, with this roster. We are going to take a quick break um, and we are going to get back to one of your candidates that has been <laughs> in that top tier towards the top uh, the entirety of this year. Joel Embiid right after the break. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by Michael C. Wright. And all right, we're, we're going, we're, we're taking the elevator up to the top. Uh, Joel Embiid. He's been fantastic this year, Michael. You can see it in the numbers. You can see it how he's played. Uh, he's the reigning MVP. Um, however, he has missed six of the last eight games. So he's now, you know, getting to that point for those awards, you need to play in 65 of 82 games. And, and for the most part, it's felt like he's been healthy. It's felt like he's been available. Um, but when you look at what Embiid's done throughout the course of the season, and I had mentioned the numbers, 35 points a game, nearly almost 12 rebounds, six assists, his playmaking and the improvement of his playmaking. 
has been that one big factor um, that you've seen the elevation. How do you kind of frame where your your head is starting to be at at this point of the season with some of the games being missed and in, in how that factors in um, given the other candidates here in this top five? Well, with the elevator being stuck right now, uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's it's to the point now where we're, we're starting to count games. And, you know, that's never a good thing. Um, you know, like in December, the guy averaged 40 points, 12 and a half rebounds, but he missed five games. And, you know, you, you start to look at that. And I think a big part of the reason why he's he's so banged up all the time is his usage rate. He said at like 41.6%. That is, okay, if you compare that to a guy like Nikola Jokic, he's somewhere in the high 20s. And so, you know, I think when you when you have such a high usage rate, you, you have to do so much for your team, that's going to lend itself to injury. And so, yeah, he's missed nine games. Yeah, that's cool. But at the same time, I see what he does on a night-to-night basis. And I see... In some of those games, he's struggling physically, but he's just gutting it out. And so, like, I I really, Joel Embiid is one of those guys that we're, say he missed too many games to to be eligible to win the award. That's one of those guys I might make an exception for. And and we can, you know, because of the rules or whatever. But that's something, you know, I'm, I'm not criticizing the league here, but I think they need to make exceptions and start thinking about like some of the other metrics that might come into play for a guy like MB. Like I just mentioned his, his usage rate, but look at minutes, things like that. When you're making a determination, I mean, a guy can't help it if he's hurt. And sometimes a guy needs to rest. Yeah. And as you mentioned, it's just that like the judgment calls, I think for all of you as voters there, there's a trust and a respect for, for why you have, earned and have those votes um and i think all of you have decisions to make in terms of judgment and and so for a player like joel Embiid, one sometimes it's injury but two it's it's injury management it it truly is it's injury management it's not playing you know potentially a second of a back-to-back you look at the fact that he's played over 34 minutes per game and as you mentioned the usage and how much that goes through him and what he's dealt with it's also a you know the frame of his body is is very different than some others so the type of the type Type of usage that that goes along with that. Um, when you look at Philadelphia sitting third now in the Eastern Conference, uh, Boston we've already talked about. Milwaukee, despite sitting in that second seed, uh, it's kind of a two sidedness to the perspective on the Bucks, given the fact they just don't look good and the wins that they have. There, it still feels like there's a lot of issues. Um, is Philadelphia a contender for you? In, in the event that y- you look at this framework and Joel Embiid healthy playing and, and what he's done in certain cases throughout the course of the postseason. Absolutely a contender with Joel Embiid healthy, but they've lost three in a row and Joel has missed some time. I don't know the exact exact number. Was it something like six of the he's last missed all of, Yeah, he's yeah, missed all I think those it's the games last three that they lost. Or so. yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. So they're, they're definitely a contender with him on the floor, but you know, there's the question of, okay, how often do you get him on the floor? But at the same time, I think Joel Embiid is the type of guy, just based off what I've seen over these last few years, if they need him, even if he's hurt, he's going to try to play if he's hurt. And so, you know, I think like right now, these are the games you're supposed to miss. We haven't even gotten an all-star break yet. 
you know, you, you can miss some games. You can rest here, here and there. And then once you get past all-star break and everybody starts this all-out sprint, you know, to the finish line, that's when you need him available for games. And I think he's going to be there when his, when his number is called. He's going to be there. All right. Well, we will see. Uh, Niren, as you mentioned, all-star break, Niren trade deadline, uh, a lot of things to keep eyes on here as we continue on throughout the course of your season, including you on NBA TV, NBA.com, your MVP ladder um, that will be out once again on Friday. So as always, Michael, we appreciate your time. You got it, Sarah. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.